0: Drinking champagne. Mm, they
1: drink lot. champagne.
0: Ooh, I I like creepy. No, they're oh. amazing. Okay. <laughs> so um, happy. Ready? Have, sorry. Hey, Olivia. Hey, Ashley. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club, a podcast for lonely drunk
1: bookcasters. Oh, we should. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Hey. What are you drinking tonight? Little Andre Ooh. with a splash of Saint George raspberry liqueur. Fancy. Super fancy. St. George, sponsor us. (laughs) Yes, please. We need sponsors. I'm drinking gin and tonic. Actually, there is some St. George terroir in here. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) The only gin I want to drink. St. George, please. I think that they should probably get in the podcasting game. I think so. They should sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah, wait. We should just, like, send a mass email to all liquor distributors and be like, hey, we talk about books and we drink alcohol. Can you sponsor us? Wait, we should. (laughs) Let's do it. So, we read The Woman in Cabin 10 by Ruth Ware. And uh, do you want to talk about what it's about? Sure. Um, So, in this
0: book, the main character gets
1: burgled in the very beginning. <laughs> that word is just, like, too funny to take seriously. Obviously not a funny situation, but <laughs> burgled sounds like... I, no, know. I
0: love it. I love saying it. <laughs> um, so she gets burgled in the beginning and it makes her really uneasy mm-hmm. and affects her quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, because of this, she sort of becomes this unreliable narrator. Yes. yes. Goes... I looked up because I heard
1: airplanes. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm recording. My computer's outside right now, and there's an airplane above me. And, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I got distracted. Um, so The sounds was... of the natural world. <laughs> oh, nature. Love nature. <laughs>
0: um, okay. Unreliable narrator. Like turn of and... the screw. Oh, yeah.
1: That's right. like, the, whenever anybody talks about a, an unreliable narrator, I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me, I studied literature in college, uh, turn of the screw. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is me
0: using my degree right now. It's using the term unreliable narrator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, or anytime I get a chance to say it, frame narrative, it's a frame narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and you always need the drink in your hand with the pinky up. Excuse me, it's a frame
0: <laughs> narrative. <laughs> Excuse me, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, so she goes on a cruise for work. She is a reporter. Travel reporter. Yeah. Um, and things start happening. She believes she witnesses a crime and we as readers just don't know what's reality and what's actually
1: happening or who to trust. And that is a summary. That was good. I like things start happening. I feel like that's gonna be my summary for all books. Like, oh, there's a guy and then things start happening. Well, I got to a
0: point where it's like I don't know how much is too much to say. So True. I just said
1: things start happening. <laughs> well, I feel like that's always I'm gonna I'm just gonna like blanket statement here say if you're listening to our podcast at any point, expect there to be spoilers because like most of the time how are we gonna talk about it if there aren't spoilers?
0: Okay, so let's go back to it. She believes she witnesses a murder. True. and Or here's a murder. Here's a murder. Here's a murder. Um, and we kind of follow her going through the cruise ship and kind of interviewing people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and trying to solve this murder mystery. Um,
1: and yeah. Yeah, she kind of, it's interesting because it's kind of like, part of it is also her recognizing that, like, she's taken her like journalistic instincts and let them sort of like falter in this travel job or this travel journalism job and Mm -hmm. she's like part of what she realizes is that she wants to like be a real no offense that sounds mean but like she wants to do like investigative journalism
0: right right (laughs) I
1: real journalism sorry everybody who is a travel journalist who listens to our podcast Ashley hates you but like, it's fine 50,000 of you I know and I'm sorry <laughs> um, okay what did you think okay so so like I told you so we have three thrillers up on deck right now we have The Woman in Cabin 10 this one we're reading now Then there's The Vanishing Year, which you're still finishing. And then there's The Couple Next Door, which you haven't started yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I read all three of them because I'm I'm just, like, a voracious thriller reader. Like, I mentioned, like, a few, like, episodes ago when we were talking about thrillers. Like, they are my flaming hots. (laughs) Like, I can just read them super fast and I just, like, devour them really quickly. I feel like of the three, I enjoyed the writing in this one the most. (laughs) Like, I felt like the writing in this one was the best of the three, but I don't want to compare them too much. So I guess suffice it to say, like, I felt like the writing was not only compelling, but also was, like, quality. Right. I enjoyed the quality of the writing. So that was cool. I felt like the characters were – to me, the characters were, were well-rounded for the uh-huh. most part. Like, I, they were realistic to me. uh uh-huh. um, And I – I didn't know what to think at first. Like, I thought that the premise seemed a little bit contrived. Like, it was very sort of Agatha Christie. Not that Agatha Christie is contrived, but, like, that's a cliche. Like, her, her writing of, like, characters in an isolated spot, finding, like, the bad guy, that has become oh, right. a cliche to a certain extent. And so I at first thought, is this going to be cliche or, like, is it a little bit contrived? But I ended up buying into it.
0: Yeah. Well, I... I liked it. I didn't actually... Similar, I guess, to Girl on the Train, where Mm -hmm. I said, like, there was a moment where I believed it was every person. Mm -hmm. Similar, but I guess sort of opposite in that I didn't know who it was the entire time. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was real the entire time I was reading it. And it really, even towards the end of the book, there was... What was the moment... I guess she starts kind of figuring out the Mm storyline. But even at that point, I was like, I still don't know if this is true. Right. I still don't know if these people are involved with that murder or if they're hiding it or, you know, um, I don't know. There's a lot of good cover-ups and masks in that story that left me contemplating what was happening until the last like chapter or I don't know the last few pages
1: I kind of felt like you know when we read the girl on the train and I felt like we talked about how both of us experienced this where like I felt at multiple different points that I was 100% behind the idea that the culprit was like a different person and then it switched and I felt like it was very clear Mm -hmm. I felt like I spent most of the time reading the woman in cabin 10 like feeling like there are too many characters for me to even make an assumption about any of them being the culprits Right. Like, she, at one point, was very convinced that it was, um, what's her ex-boyfriend's... Yeah, she thought it was Ben. Right. She was very convinced that it was Ben. But even when she was feeling that, I was not convinced that it was Ben. Right. I just felt like there were way too many other players for me to, like, latch on to any one of them. As opposed to the girl in the train where I, like, I latched on to them. Right.
0: Well, that's kind of what I mean. I didn't really have... I wasn't even necessarily trying to find the culprit. Um, I was trying to figure out what was going on in her mind. And I was trying to figure out, like, (laughs) there are definitely times while reading it where I was like, no, trust her. Because you don't want to be that person that's like, oh, this woman's crazy. Oh, she's taking antidepressants or anxiety pills. Like. You can't trust her. I was like, no, just trust her. She really
1: saw it, but the whole time I was like, did she though? I know. Did she really see this? I know. Like, yeah. is this all just in her mind? Okay, so that's where I was like, I didn't know. I'm not sure how I feel about like her being somebody who has dealt with anxiety and depression issues. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if like the point was Ruth Ware was trying to bring up the idea that people. In that situation, often have to fight like these stigmas that are limiting and damaging, uh-huh. or if it was more like this is used as a way to further the plot and um, create an unreliable narrator. Like I couldn't, I couldn't tell if like she was like as an author saying, "Hey, I want to bring awareness to the fact that people who." like, suffer from depression and work through anxiety issues are stigmatized and that's shitty. Right, right. Or if it was more like, hey, I need to find a way to make my character feel unreliable to the reader. To me, it seemed
0: more like she was using it to her advantage in both ways. hmm Because, I don't know, at least personally because I said, like, I had that struggle where I was like, well, like, I don't necessarily believe this woman. Yeah but I don't want to not believe her for these reasons. Yeah. Like to me, it just seemed like the author knew that there are people in this world have, who have both opinions
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this kind of messes with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it didn't seem like she was trying to say like, Oh yeah, don't trust her. Cause like look at her past and right. look at what she does. It was, it just seemed really uh, like a very specific decision to get you. Yeah to think about
1: it well and in in the end she was validated you know she was right about everything right well not right about who it was but like you know she was right about the fact that something was not right somebody was dead somebody had been murdered you know
0: right totally um oh my gosh i'm just like reliving sort of the end of the book
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um so much suspense so much suspense, like, like all these, I don't know why images. The images are popping in my head. Like one, when they identified the clothing. Yeah. Which was already, I was like, why just the clothing? Yeah. But okay. Then two, as she didn't, she never believed. Um, what was the girl's name who ended
1: up being the wife? Oh, uh, her real name. Yeah. It was. It's like Claire. Carrie. Carrie? Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. Like, she
0: never wanted to believe Carrie, and then, like, her running away from the cops as, Mm -hmm. like, they connect her to...
1: Ugh, yeah. I was like... I believed Carrie. I was like, powerful rich men definitely have connections in the police. Are you kidding me? Totally. I know. And then, um, then when you do think
0: that Carrie's dead, Mm -hmm. and then when they find out... Which... I have to say, during that part, I was like, they only said they found two bodies. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think she's dead. Yeah. Like, because they haven't necessarily found... Anne. Or the wife.
1: Yeah, Anne. Bulmer.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Anne. Um, And so I was like, well, it's that, but then they say, or I think one of the characters says that it's the two of them.
1: It's Harry and... Don't they? There was like the reveal where it was like two bodies have been found. One of them is Richard, right? And then I was like, oh, wait, who's the other one? Is it Carrie or is it Anne? Right.
0: Well, right. And so I thought that the other one was Anne immediately, but
1: then I feel like one of the characters.
0: It might have been when she has her conversation with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, oh, it's Carrie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, but then she gets. Which? Why does she send her money?
1: Well, I think that was supposed to be like, that was supposed to be a moment of like solidarity. Like, you helped me, you did me a solid, I'm gonna do you a solid. Tiggers bounce, like, I will bounce back. I got the money, like, I ran, I'm invisible, and like, I wanna tell you that I'm okay, and then also like, thank you for your role in this. Right, okay. Was how I read it. Yeah. It was like, lady solidarity. Right. I mean, because that's basically what Lo was trying to do when she was, like, locked in the cabin. She was trying to, like, make herself sort of, like, relatable oh. in Carrie's oh. mind. Like, trying to, like, say, we are similar. Like, I've been played, you've been played, Anne's been played. That doesn't make you, like, stupid. It means that, like, you have to fight back.
0: Right. Right. I guess I was just thrown off. I was like, that's a large sum of money. <laughs>
1: You were like, uh, no fair. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I thought also that it was a really cool frame, and I thought that it really, like, increased the suspense that at the end of many of those chapters, we had those little snippets in the future. Yeah. Of, like, the totally emails right. and, like, Judah trying to, like, contact. Like, the very first one where it was, like, those emails with her boss being like, hey, I expected the story, and him being like, hey, I emailed you, I love you, like, are you okay, like... Right.
0: I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, totally. I know. This, okay, so similar, and now, again, not to compare it, but I feel like this is also happening in the next book mm-hmm. a little bit, but um, in I felt the same year. thing that I felt in Girl on the Train, um, where I kept, like, bouncing back, trying to, like, get all the dates yeah. in line. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they start talking about how she doesn't come back from that stop in wherever they were going uh-huh.
1: um oh yeah from lynn what is it called? It was like a t i think Trondheim 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 yeah. yeah um but in
0: the book they haven't even gotten there yet yeah so i was like so confused about i don't know i was just so it the yeah, first it
1: time really they well. did that or the yeah cuz i was it?
0: like wait uh, do they even get there? Like, do they know what's happening? Like, that wasn't even a planned stop. Yeah. How did this all...
1: Which, it
0: wasn't the planned stop, right?
1: Well, it was... They had talked about it. It was, like, a planned stop from the beginning. Um, Like, when they first got on. And then for, like, low, it became not just, like, the random, like, oh, we're going to stop there and, like, you know, go shopping. But it became, like, the the most important stop. But I thought that the when
0: she got the itinerary, they were originally supposed to be going to a different city.
1: Oh, there may have that might have been the case. And I feel like there was a moment when they got on
0: board and they're like, oh just kidding, we're going here
1: instead. Oh, there might that might have happened, yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head. I like I said, I was really bad about taking notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then like I mentioned earlier, I gave my mom the book.
1: So I have no way to even
0: like look. Reference right now. Yeah. Um, were there any parts that you didn't enjoy about it?
1: Um. Maybe this is just like a function of the genre, but like, and maybe also because I kind of flew through all three of these thrillers pretty quickly. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of tired of like the unreliable dudes and like, like psychopaths and like. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a thriller. Like, what else? I don't know. That's interesting. I felt like I was – one thing that I felt like was very realistic and kind of I appreciated was the fact that, like, Ben, her ex-boyfriend, at the end, Judah reveals that, like, he raised a huge fuss about finding L.O. and was like, no, she didn't get off the boat, and no, like, she hasn't been found, and yes, you have to find her. But, like, at the same time, he was also still an asshole when he did that interview and made it sound like they had just broken up, and he was, like, heartbroken, Like, I thought that was very realistic character-wise, and I really appreciated that. Like, he's not this, like, knight in shining armor. He's still kind of an asshole. Right. You know? But, like, at least he cares enough about her. So I thought, I kind of appreciated that.
0: Also, if you think about it, kind of is another little tidbit that supports her as a narrator, Uh right? Supports all of her feelings. Because we're so used to now having her be, unreliable and have this horrible experience yes. but that's exactly what she said yeah about him like he it didn't work he's not a good guy yeah he's not the worst guy yeah but like he wasn't wasn't a doll either yes. and so it totally fits that at the end too for him to do you have a terrible interview and then be like but actually
1: yeah can we find her yes i also okay this is like a thing that structure wise, I never was convinced that Lo was gonna die. Like I never thought she was gonna die, even when she was being held hostage, because the story is told from first person. Oh. So I like even when that was happening, I was like, She's not gonna die because this story is told in the past tense from a first person narrator. So I I just never could believe that she was gonna die. I just I didn't think that Ruth Ware, the author, was gonna pull a bait and switch and be like, Oh, it's been told by a ghost. You know, like I was just like, I knew she wasn't going to die. <laughs> you know? That's being oh told my a ghost. Oh my god. Which would have been hilarious. That would be like a very interesting, unreliable narrator. <laughs> like, it's a ghost! <laughs> I guess I didn't think about it
0: too much while I was reading, because the fact that each chapter ended with these emails and these uh-huh. other conversations I guess part of me just thought like oh if she dies the rest of the book is told by yeah, her family
1: I don't know but okay so like I'm taking this creative writing class and like for whatever reason almost every single week the conversation when we do critiques on each other's writing is like the point of view like should this stay in first person? Does it work in first person? Should it be switched to a uh, third person? Should it be omniscient, right. et cetera? Like that has, for whatever reason, just become like a big topic in this class that I'm taking for fun. Um, and so like when I was reading this, I was like, oh, well it's first person and it's told in the past tense. So she's not going to die. Like, obviously there are ways around that, but like for whatever right. reason in my brain, I was like, she's not going to die. <laughs> That's
0: really funny. Well, so, you were right. I was right. So that, <laughs> class. is working out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um,
1: what did thinking, not work for you? Trying to think. I guess not a
0: lot. I liked, mm-hmm. I liked it kind of, as you were saying, I just kept going.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, you know, it was, out of town doing this and so most of the time spending with family and friends but Mm -hmm. the minutes I did get down to sit and read yeah it was like chunks done at a time yeah um so I always appreciate a book that's an easy read like that um yeah I don't know if there's anything I didn't like I don't necessarily think it was like the deepest book right so there isn't a lot that I could like really dive into right Um, I see what you're saying about, like, tired of the extreme men.
1: Right. Not to Um, say it's not real for, like, people, but I think probably because what's coupled with that for me is, like, women who are, like, fragile or, like, you know, they, I don't know. She, like, even when she was being a total badass and investigating this and, like, when she was, like, you know... Getting shit done. She was like not a strong character in anybody's eyes, even her own. Right, right. Were any of the women strong characters? I feel like Carrie was strong in that she was ruthless.
0: Right, right. I
1: guess that's true. But I, I mean, I'm not saying well, that. I like...
0: don't think I think she was strong to maybe us, but I don't know if like someone else reading the story mm-hmm. who either. Hasn't had experience or can't relate or understand a woman that's being put in that situation. I don't necessarily know that they would have read her as strong in the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: At least in the beginning. I don't
1: know. Yeah, and I don't mean to say that, like, all of the female protagonists I read, like, have to be strong characters. But I guess I'm just kind of like, maybe it's a fatigue with the genre. (laughs) So... When I was saying, like, oh, I just want to read thrillers over and over again, maybe I'm recognizing, like, that the downfall of that is that oftentimes it becomes a situation where you have this, like, unreliable female narrator. And I'm kind of tired of, like, reading about women who, like, aren't trusted.
0: (laughs) Right. No, that's very true. That's very true. I guess I did feel that way while reading it. I just liked that in the end they were totally right. Yeah. And they kicked butt. Super validated. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I was so impressed. This is now me getting, like, too connected to the characters. I was so impressed that Lo, like, survived that fall. Oh, and yeah. And swam. Oh, shit. To shore. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, that takes a lot of motivation and ambition yes. and strength. Because.
1: Well, here's the thing. She was a really strong character, you know. Right. Like she ultimately and throughout was a really strong character, but I just feel like she never got like the recognition. She the recognition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what's hard
0: about I think these experiences too, because even though she was a strong character, like she went through several extremely traumatic experiences throughout the course of this book. I know. Where. I think it would be normal to, at that point, also want, like, your partner or a friend to kind of be there and support you. True, But to have to be that strong and also need love and support. And perhaps it's sometimes being, like, cuddled or whatever. like
1: That's a struggle. Well, and it's only human, I would argue. Totally. Oh, 100%. Um, Maybe this is, again, my, like, my complaints about the genre of thrillers. Mm-hmm. In that, like, to a certain extent, it becomes sort of, like, like, an orgy of, like, violence and, like, trauma against women, you know? As a way to, like, move forward the thrill and the suspense of the action, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it really does. Which is
0: actually kind of what I assumed thrillers to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned during Girls the girl on the train that was my first one yeah i'd ever read yeah um or at least like modern thriller right um and i was afraid of that i was afraid for it to be very violent against women and extreme and
1: sexist um but then i really liked
0: that one and i like this one so (laughs) we'll see
1: what happens well, okay, here's... I know I'm, like, always talking about Gone Girl. Like, for some reason, it's, like, my favorite book. It's not my favorite book, but, like, it's a good touchstone. But, um, <laughs> that's one thing that I kind of did like about that book was that... Did you read it yet? No. Okay, well, I'll just say now... You say it. Huh? You can say it. Did you see the movie? No. Okay, well, I'll just say that, like, the female protagonist seems weak, but then it turns out that she's not weak. And so, like, she ends up being very much the sort of uh, person in charge of her own destiny, to a certain extent. And so I I kind of feel like that narrative sort of flips everything on its head in an interesting way. Cool. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm, Um, like, talking about it every episode, like, (gasps) I'm fucking obsessed with (laughs) Girl,
0: girl. <laughs> also, I keep doing this in public, and all my friends are like, can you not? A-OK sign? Yeah. Because <laughs> I text
1: that emoji all the time, so I'm like, yeah. Well, I always feel like, I, I for me, it seems like a go-to, like, A-OK, like, yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, is does it, doesn't does it, like, represent, like, the butthole or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. When did it start representing the bowl? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> also, the, like, did you know that what I always take as the prayer hands is actually two hands giving high fives?
0: But then didn't they add a different high five one because everyone took that one as
1: prayers? Perhaps. I thought, I mean... I don't know where my phone is. The new emojis, I'm a fan of. But why do we still not have a fingers crossed emoji? What the hell? I was just thinking that. Oh, because I texted you guys fingers crossed. Yeah. And I wanted an emoji. Right? It feels like you should be able to text a damn fingers crossed.
0: I know. They have like... I would use that way more frequently than A-OK. I would... Oh, no. I remember. They took off because it had the little, like, you know, some of them have... Like, this one has uh-huh. the triangles that come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, woo Yeah. It had that around it. That's why it looks like, praying.
1: Oh, and they took, yeah. They took those off. Still
0: so still looks now like it's prayer to, to because-
1: me. Huh? Hmm? I said it still looks like prayer to me, though. Same. So, like, now we have a middle finger. We have the Star Trek thing. We have, like, rock on. We have, like, point down, point up, point to the- each side. But we still don't have a freaking fingers crossed, and I don't understand.
0: I know. Emoji, if you're listening,
1: <laughs> like that's a person. Hey, emoji. <laughs> we also have lady pop now. Oh, you're right. I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, we have, we do. We have more um, diversity in our keeps, but not for like people with Russian hats. We don't have diversity there. <laughs> All right, we got off topic. Yep. Oops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's interesting to talk about these because I could just talk about, like, and then I liked this part, and then this part was funky, I mean, and then what happened here? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Something about the scene, though, where she, we become aware sooner than she does mm-hmm. that it's her boyfriend that's in the apartment. Oh, or at least I just from the very beginning? It was? Yeah, in the very beginning. Yeah. Maybe it was just me assuming that it was the boyfriend. No,
1: no, no. no. I remember that. And she smashes him in the head with the lamp. Yeah, that was, like, a very confusing – let me see if I can find it. But I kind of liked it because in at least these couple thrillers
0: that I've read, Mm -hmm. I rarely feel like I know what's happening before the character does.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And so I liked that I was like, oh, my God. She's going to do this terrible thing,
1: and it's her boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like the beginning with, like, the burglary and all of that, when she goes to Judah's house, and then he comes there, and then they fight, I just feel like all of that was setting us up for her having some kind of deep, dark secret that she didn't end up having. I felt like she kept on referring to, like, I don't know. Maybe I can find an example. She kept on making these sort of, like, vague references to like this, you know how I always am, and how this happens, and stuff that has happened in the past, and like ultimately now I realize it was more like a reference to her dealing with like depression and anxiety. But like at right. the time, I was like, oh, like has she done something bad? Like, oh, are we going to find out she like did something horrible? I don't know. I, Let me see if I can find I it. I ever had that thought. Also, okay, here's my other thing kind of like Rachel in The Girl on the Train, a big part of this has to do with the fact that, like, this female protagonist has issues with drinking. Right. And it makes her unreliable and it makes her, like, messy and people think that she's fucked up and she needs help and she can't trust herself because, like, how much did I drink and what really happened? Which obviously, like, fine. Realistic in many ways for lots of people, but also it makes me feel like There's maybe an unintended underlying message that's like, oh, ladies, be careful. Yeah. You you drunkards. I kind of forgot
0: about that, actually, until you just mentioned it. When I... In the Because I don't know if she's meant to have a drinking problem before she gets burgled, right? Right. Doesn't she kind of mention like, oh my god, I can't believe how much I drank last night. Like, no, but oh.
1: remember all of it is about how she's like, I had to drink something to make myself normal again.
0: But that's after.
1: But like, if she doesn't drink that regularly, like that much alcohol wouldn't make her regular. That would like immediately yes. fuck her up. I guess that's true.
0: But what I was thinking is that I don't know if this is something I learned at Mills or whatever, but that killing someone, killing off a character, is the easiest way to end a book or easiest way to, like, solve the problem. Mm -hmm. And how you never want to kill off a character. You want to, like, find a different way to end it. Right. And to me, her becoming a drinker or being one in the past, Mm -hmm. still doing that. And again, I totally thought of Girl on the Train. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. was,
0: like, the easy way... To make them unreliable, as you said. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't know how to make this character seem a little iffy and off. Like, I'll just make them a drinker.
1: Right. I'll just make them a drinker or I'll just make them have, like, issues with, like, mental health.
0: Right. Where, in reality, if she hadn't drank during the whole book, Mm -hmm. and if she wasn't on medication for anxiety or depression, whichever one ended up being... Which was also confusing because some people were saying one, and then the boyfriend was like, actually, it's anxiety, not depression. But then she kept calling them antidepressants. Yeah,
1: I didn't know what was going on there, why that was, like, something that couldn't be pinned down. Right. (laughs) Um,
0: But either way, if those hadn't been a part of her, Mm -hmm. just the fact that she was burglarized and had that traumatic experience and then got closed into a ship by herself for An indefinite number of days or, you know, a long period of time afterwards would have made me understand why she was being paranoid or, you know, might be seeing things. Like, that makes sense to me in itself. She didn't need to drink. She didn't need to be on medication. I agree with
1: you. I kind of felt like it was a little bit of overkill. Like, you really can't trust her, you know? Like, when it's also like, okay, well, you know having dealt with this very traumatic event would be a stressor enough that would be enough of a stressor and like also like people not believing women is like pretty common so like don't worry your readers gonna buy it because your readers seen it happen before and probably experienced it totally you know (laughs) totally yeah it's true so like that sucks but it's true
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah um but yeah that's interesting I, t- I totally forgot about that until you just brought it up i felt the same way
1: though as i drink i'm done with my drink and i'm sad oh no me too Ugh.
0: but i have the bottle next to me so <laughs> hey. i got pour another
1: um any yeah any last thoughts on this um like i said i enjoyed it i thought it was a good read i thought like I thought that the characters were believable, the situation, as much as we've kind of like nitpicked, ultimately it's not because I thought anything was like horrible by any means. Like I enjoyed this book. In fact, of the three that we've read, I think this one is the like the highest quality of writing one, the one with the highest quality of writing. (laughs) Um, And like ultimately, I feel like if somebody was like, I want to read a good, like fast, page turning thriller i would yeah. definitely say hey check out the woman in cabin 10 totally
0: i agree and that's why i ended up leaving it with my mom Here you go. um she loves thrillers mm-hmm. and she was like watching me read it half the time she's like <laughs> what happened what happened <laughs> and so i gave it to her yeah i totally agree i would if someone's like hey what's a good read for the plane or yep. what can i sit down and read over this weekend nice. i would
1: totally pass this along or like a good like vacation read mm-hmm. yeah for sure or even if someone was like i've never read a thriller before yeah yeah I would to them or if they were like hey it's been raining in california it's so rare i need something that i can sit inside and read yeah <laughs> be like hey.
0: emily texted me the other day she said i'm thinking i want to go on a cruise and i was like i can't for like a month
1: i know not gonna, gonna happen up. yeah now I realize that there are messed up people. It's scary. And also like I think I mean I didn't look it up, but I think some of the things they were saying about like, you know, some percentage of crimes that happen on cruise ships are never solved. Like I think I'm gonna guess that's probably true. It seemed realistic to me, especially when they
0: were talking about like the um what is it called when you're in the water that's not international waters? International waters. Mm-hmm. I want to say the open water.
1: The open water. The open sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh, actually, a friend of mine, um, he works on, like, tankers, like, shipping tankers, or I don't know if that's the term. But he works on, like, really big ships that, like, they take, like, oil or something. I don't know. Um, He said that because they're ships run by American companies, they, like, follow rules even when they're in international waters. But he's seen other ships... That will like they'll just go past the line that's like the demarcation, and they'll just like dump their shit. Like they'll just crazy. like throw shit overboard. Like that's Whoa. that's just what they do, and it's accepted. Wow. <laughs> or maybe not accepted, but like tolerated or overlooked right. or whatever. What can you do? Yeah. Wow.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. It's horrifying to know. I know.
1: Yeah. So there you go. So it's it could happen. Yeah. You yeah. could dump a body. So let's go do it. Let's do it. And Ladies I to, like, trip. I have a few bodies. I've been <laughs> meaning to dump.
0: So, okay, yeah, we'll book it within the next couple of days. Though. Cruise time. <laughs> next, Drunk with the Book Club will be recorded on the, on the cruise.
1: so You'll hear the slash as yeah. we dump the bodies. <laughs>
0: Stay tuned. <laughs>
1: oh. All right. Well, my computer is like at fifteen percent. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know okay. like, where all of the energy went. <laughs> it was so excited by us talking.
0: It was like yes, Yay. <laughs> um. Cool. So the next one is the vanishing year, which we'll be recording next week. Yes. Because apologies for the delay. They can. I was uptown. My bad.
1: <laughs> my bad for taking vacation. Oof. My bad for being a lady who takes vacations, for having a lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, yeah,
0: the vanishing year next week, and then we're going straight to the, the couple, couple next, door. next
1: door, right? Okay. Yeah, so the vanishing oh. year and then the couple next door. Perfect. And we have a lot on deck, actually. So exciting. Yes. Very. Um, cool, well. Where can people find us?
0: Um, on Instagram, at Jump of the Book.
1: Yeah.
0: Twitter at Drunk of the
1: Book Drunk of the Book at gmail.com <laughs> Are we anywhere else? We're on iTunes If you look for us Drunk of the Book Club We're on Stitcher If you look for us Drunk of the Book Club oh. uh, Please leave reviews Yeah, please do leave reviews I think, wait Caitlin left hmm. a review Which was awesome Let me see I'm going to read it Aloud <laughs> Perfect Okay Let me find it. The whole point is that if we don't have reviews, people can't search for us. Yes, so please. Like, even if there's, I think, honestly, even if somebody's like, this is the stupidest podcast, I think just having that comment. It'll still help. Yeah, no, I really do think that's true. I mean, you know, ideally, like, nice reviews would be cooler, but whatever. I'm good either (laughs) way. Yep. We're not picky. September 11th. Oh! Oh! 2016. The subject: love these girls. The comment: best podcast ever. The stars: yes. five, five
0: stars.
1: So, we could use some more stars, please. Thank you, Caitlin. Yes, thank you, Caitlin. Number one reviewer. Yes, number one oh. fan. Number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get, get reading. Drinking. yay it'll be perfect
0: (laughs) another episode down boom
1: killing it i don't even know